For those of you visiting with us, this is an unusual Sunday for Northside for two reasons. Number one, we've got a, a regular preacher is not preaching. Uh, number two, we're talking about money. Uh, we don't talk about money every week, uh, but we do occasionally talk about some of the good works that we're doing and uh, solicit support for those works. So today I'm talking about uh, the Know Your Bible program. It's the ministry at Northside that's been around for a long time. Uh, we do this once a year, and this is the 34th time uh, that I've come before you to talk about Know Your Bible. We began in 1986, and obviously, because of that time frame, uh, Know Your Bible is a very big part of Northside. It's a very key part of what Northside is and who Northside is. Uh, so if you're visiting with us, you'll learn a little bit about us just by uh, looking at this one ministry that we do. Uh, there was a handout that uh, some of you got when you came in. The rest of you can get one on your way out. Uh, it kind of summarizes a lot about this ministry. The first page uh, tells you how it works, tells you what we do in the ministry and kind of how it functions, but briefly, it's a television program that was on just ended 10 minutes ago uh, on Channel 3, if you want to watch it, 10 o'clock on Channel 3 here in Wichita, uh, also seen in other markets and in parts of 10 states. Uh, the way it works is Toby and I, who's the regular minister, if you come back next week, you get to hear him. Uh, Toby and I answer questions, uh, Bible questions that people call in or email in, uh, things that they wonder about, and we answer them very briefly, we attempt to anyway, two to three minutes per answer. Uh, we can't give them a full answer, but we give them enough to keep people interested, hopefully. And as they learn a little bit about the Bible, our main intent is a couple of other things we do. Uh, we take time out for two commercials, if you want to call them that. Uh, one, we advertise a church that supports our program. Uh, there's a rotating list of those that we go through, so every few weeks uh, each supporting congregation gets mentioned, and uh, hopefully they'll get some attention from that. I was just told this week, amazingly, Somebody came up to me and said, I heard this story about the Derby Church of Christ, that there was a couple that lives down there, and they had been thinking that they ought to get back in church somehow. They ought to get reinvolved. And they didn't know what to do or where, so they decided they'd watch TV one Sunday morning. They turned on Know Your Bible, and that Sunday, I advertised the Derby Church of Christ as one of our supporters. And they decided that would be a good place to go. So they went and have been visiting for a number of weeks. Uh, so we do mention our supporting congregations. But the main commercial that we do on the program is to advertise a correspondence course, a way to study the Bible. And over the years, thousands of people have taken us up on that. Uh, we currently have students in all 50 states and over 30 foreign countries. So it does produce a lot of Bible students. Uh, we've done that for 33 years. 
mailed out lessons, received them back, graded them, and sent them back. Uh, this year, we added some online courses. Uh, the way people learn is changing. The way people want to learn is changing. Uh, so we've added some online courses. Uh, we picked the World Bible School lessons. We looked at a lot of different things, but uh, they seem to be the best fit. Uh, the World Bible School's been around a long time uh, with paper lessons, and last few years they've added online courses. Uh, they have very well-developed tools, very well-developed system. Uh, they have a lot of other benefits. The Pew Bibles that's in front of you is a World Bible School product. They publish those at a very reasonable cost, so uh, everyone can have a Bible, and we can send them to our students if we want. Uh, they also have a print, uh, prison uh, version of that Bible that's acceptable in prisons. Uh, we have a lot of people in jail and prison that are studying the Bible, and many of them want a Bible. And there's only certain kinds that you can get through security, so we have that available now. So World Bible School's got a lot of tools, uh, a lot of things that work real well. Uh, we're just learning how to do this. It's pretty new ministry to us. Last uh, year I announced that Tara and Luke Nelson had uh, agreed to take on the job of figuring out how the World Bible School works uh, and getting it going. Uh, they've done a good job of that. It's in the beginning stages. It's actually gone a little slower than I thought it might, uh, but we're only advertising on the TV program right now. Uh, there are other ways to advertise, but we want to get good at what we do first. Uh, so our students have come from somebody watching the TV and seeing an online offer and taking us up on it. Uh, Tara and Luke have 10 teachers that are prepared and ready. Not all of them have students right now, uh, but we do have a number of students that have um, completed uh, 552 assignments. Uh, that's one tool that World Bible School has. You can keep up on who's doing what. So um, it's begun. It's, it's starting to work. Uh, once we begin to advertise on our website or other places, uh, we can get more students. Uh, the potential is, is really big. Uh, World Bible School's got a, a big outreach, and we could get more involved in it once we know what we're doing. Uh, I was reading their newsletter the other day, and there's a couple in uh, Decatur, Alabama, a congregation there. Uh, one couple, Debbie and Danny was his name, uh, decided to start World Bible School there and got people involved in teaching and all that. Uh, they did that in 2013, uh, six years ago. Uh, so far they've had 300 baptisms in the United States. Uh, they started it and got big at it. Uh, so the potential is, is very big with World Bible School, and we look forward to developing that more. Uh, the reason the program works, uh, I think we need to remember each year, and we do talk about that each year. We always read the same scripture, the parable of the sower, uh, because in that parable, Jesus explains what we're supposed to do and what happens when we do it. Uh, the parable that was read to you 
Uh, actually, that was the explanation of the parable. But the parable says that the sower sows the seed. That's what Know Your Bible does. We sow the seed. Uh, we broadcast the seed to about 10 states. Uh, our website, people that look at that, uh, reaches further than that, as we can tell from all of our students. But we sow the seed. Uh, Jesus also says what happens. He says some of it will just land on the path and the birds will eat it up and nothing will happen. Uh, some of it will fall on some ground that it'll take a little root, but there's so little soil there that it won't grow at all. Some places it'll take root and grow for a little while, but it'll get choked out. And some places there's good soil. And when the seed falls there, then the plant will grow, and it'll grow and produce more fruit, uh, 30, 60, 100 fold. So that's Jesus' explanation of what we're supposed to do, sow the seed, and what will happen when we do that. Now, in your handout, actually on the back page, there's a page there that says feedback from the field, uh, that tells you just a little bit uh, about some of the good soil that the, the word has fallen on. Uh, the word is taking root there. Now, some of it may be thorny ground. It may get choked out. Uh, some of it may grow a hundredfold. We don't know, but it's taking root. Uh, some of the stories that you'll read when you get home and read that, uh, one fellow said he's copying lessons. He's sending back in a, a photocopy of it because he's keeping the lessons and sharing it with all his family. Now, there's an interest there. Now, there's some good soil, maybe. Uh, there's one long story in there about a mother and daughter that studied their lessons together. Uh, they'd fill them out, and then they'd call each other and go over them, uh, see if their answers were the same, and discuss it, and, and learn it. And the woman said that her mother had recently passed away, but now she was going to start doing that with her mother's sister. Uh, to study the Bible correspondence courses lessons together. A uh, letter in there from, we got an email from a fellow in Nebraska that said he'd been watching the program and wanted to know if we could help him find a church close to him uh, that taught the Bible like we did. And so we sent him a list of some of the closest congregations of the church um, and hopefully he has continued his study in the Bible. So there's there's some good soil out there, and we're sowing the seed into it. Now, we know that happens. We know it works. But I thought I'd spent most of my time this morning uh, telling you why it works. And I think there's three main reasons, three essentials uh, to making this program work. Uh, number one is our workers. Uh, we've got a lot of people working to harvest that fruit that comes from the good soil. Uh, you didn't notice them, I'm sure, but at least a couple of folks came in to worship late this morning. Uh, came in after 10.30 because they'd been in the office answering telephones, uh, waiting for calls from viewers with a question or a request for a correspondence course. And uh, We don't have quite as many calls anymore because the Internet takes care of so many of them, but uh, we still get a lot of calls. So we've got workers doing that every week here. 
Uh, same thing happens in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Same thing happens in Burlington, Iowa. Same thing happens at the Watermill Congregation in Springfield, Illinois. Now, those are our partners in those markets, and they take care of that. Uh, they take the calls in their area. Uh, you can go down the hall here a little ways and see the Know Your Bible Graders room, uh, and it's lined with folders and lessons, and it's full of people coming and going, uh, grading their lessons, about 50 or so, I think, here at Northside. You can see the same thing in Sioux Falls or Springfield or Burlington because they take care of the lessons there. Uh, to do that, they have to buy the lessons, buy the stationery, uh, pay for the postage, take care of the certificates being mailed out. Uh, so there's a lot of work going on beyond Northside uh, in the markets that we broadcast in, and we thank our partners uh, for doing that. Uh, there's people in each congregation that uh, kind of oversee that, and we don't thank them enough. We hardly ever do it publicly, uh, but at the Watermill Congregation in Springfield, Gene and Ruth Lund are faithful, faithful workers. Every Monday they send us the questions, they tell us how many correspondence courses they've signed up. Uh, they oversee all of that budget and all of that work. In Burlington, Iowa, it's Terry and Cindy Sarazen who do that work so faithfully. And in Sioux Falls, it's Jim and Kim Vanderwoody, who many of you have met that have been here to visit. Uh, and they take care of that. Uh, all that work and those congregations uh, support all of that financially uh, and send us some to help with the TV time if they can. So uh, we've got partners and workers, lots of places, uh, taking care of this this program. So our workers are essential. The other thing that's essential is our givers. And I told you we were going to talk about money, so let's talk about it just a little bit. Uh, inside your handout, you'll see a lot of financial information. Some of you may be interested in that. Some of you may not. Uh, <clears throat> but it tells where the money comes from and where the money goes. Uh, know your Bible's pretty expensive. We spend almost a quarter of a million a year on it. And most of that comes from Northside. Uh, the bulk of it comes from Northside givers. Uh, at Northside, we give over and above the regular budget uh, for Northside. This is the only time this year we'll talk about it. Uh, people make commitments and pledges and uh, make one-time gifts and support the program throughout the year. Our partners also send money. Other congregations, there are over 20 congregations that uh, have seen the results of this in their community uh, or just believe it's a good work and send us monthly or yearly contributions. Uh, individuals, people that are in another congregation uh, that think this is a good work, send us some money. Uh, not always members. Uh, we get some money from uh, viewers and students. Uh, we always tell them we don't want their contributions, but we appreciate them. Uh, and occasionally we get an unusual one. Just a few months ago, uh, we got a letter from a lawyer uh, for a fellow that had lived in western Kansas near Garden City. He was a farmer. 
Uh, he passed away, and he was obviously, evidently, a Know Your Bible fan. Uh, he left one half of his estate to his children, uh, one half to a denominational church, and one half, to, or one quarter, uh, half, quarter, quarter, there you go. Uh, half to his kids, a quarter to a church, and a quarter to know your Bible. Uh, now, he wasn't a wealthy farmer. He didn't have a big estate, uh, but he decided that's what he wanted to do with part of his estate. So that's in the individual contributions, or will be next year's budget. Uh, and we receive memorial gifts. A lot of people, when some loved one passes away, uh, instead of buying flowers or naming some other uh, good work as a memorial, they name Know Your Bible. People contribute to that. So that's where all the money comes from. So we've got a lot of givers. Uh, And some of you, well, many of you are very, very faithful at that. You've been giving since day one. It's just routine. It's just what you do with part of your money. And we appreciate that. But I want us to think about it in a little bit different way today. Uh, It's not just about the budget. It's about what that money goes to. Let's talk to the givers just a little bit, and maybe some of you non-givers could pay attention and uh, catch something here that might might interest you. Uh, Jesus himself said in Luke 12, 34, where your treasure is, that's where your heart will be. He equated uh, where your heart is with where you put your money. And we know that's true. Uh, People that give uh, to know your Bible have a heart for the lost. Uh, They're interested in that. Uh, That's why they take some of their money and give it to know your Bible. Uh, And it's not just know your Bible givers that I'm talking about. Uh, There's a lot of good work. Whatever you give to charitably, uh, that's probably where your heart is. But I want us to think about what Jesus said, or what it really meant when he said this. Uh, let's look at what he said right before. He said your treasure is where your heart is. What he said was that you ought to provide yourselves with money bags. I like that translation the ESV, and I just read that a few months ago, and I thought, that's a good way to think about that. Provide yourself with money bags that don't grow old, with a treasure in the heavens that does not fail, where no thief approaches and no moth destroys, for where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Money bags. Everybody's got a money bag of some sort. Uh, Some of it... Some of you may just have what's in your pocket. That may be your only money bag. But I I got to thinking about that. Provide yourself with money bags that don't grow old. And I realized that most of us, or a lot of us, have lots of money bags. We keep our money in different places, let's say it that way. Some of us have some cash in our pocket. That's one money bag. Some of us have a checking account. That's another money bag. Uh, Some people have a savings account, and they keep some money in there. Some people have a 401K or a Roth. They put some money in there. 
Uh, some people have a bag that that's their inheritance. Uh, it's set aside. That's what they're going to leave. Uh, a lot of people, everybody, I guess, has a money bag that's stuff. We put our money into our house or our garage or our storage room. Uh, we may keep it in our closet or in our jewelry case or in our gun cabinet. Uh, we may wear it on our finger or put it around our neck, but we put money into stuff. So we've got all these money bags that we do things with, and sometimes we move money between money bags. We say, I'm going to take a little bit out of savings so I can have some more stuff. Or maybe I'm going to sell some stuff so I can have a little more savings. We, we move money back and forth between those money bags. So with that thought in mind from what the ESV said about money bags and what Jesus said about money bags, uh, my question for you givers or non-givers is what's in your heavenly money bag? And I know that sounds kind of funny, but that's what Jesus said. Jesus said, provide yourself with money bags that puts the treasure in heaven. It doesn't grow old. Nobody's going to steal it. It's not going to rust or the moths aren't going to eat it. It's in heaven. Provide yourself with that kind of money bag. Uh, There's a treasure in heaven if we put some of our money in that heavenly money bag. Jesus said it doesn't fail. Won't grow old. And he also said that's where your heart is. If you put it in that heavenly money bag. And and that's what we're doing this morning is asking for commitments. There's a form inside your handout uh, where you can commit a certain amount of money to know your Bible. Uh, Some people do that as a one-time gift. Some people do a weekly pledge. uh, Each week when they write a check, they put down in the memo... $10 of this or $100 of this to know your Bible. And what that's really doing is moving money from one of your money bags into this heavenly money bag. Now, now hold that thought. We're going to come back to the heavenly money bag in a moment. But let me give you the third essential of know your Bible working. First is workers. Second is givers. And third is the guarantee that we have. Uh, God is who really makes it work. God promised in Isaiah 55, 11, he said, my word that goes out from my mouth, it will not return to me void, but it will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. Uh, That's a great promise because that assures us That if we do what Jesus said, sow the seed, put his word out there, uh, we have a guarantee that it will do what God wants it to do. Now, yes, workers are essential, and yes, givers are essential, uh, but an expensive program like this that just sends the word into so many places, uh, without this guarantee, that would probably be a bad investment. But with this guarantee, uh, we know that if we sow the seed, it's going to do what God wants it to do. Now, we don't always know that. 
We can't figure that out. Uh, this morning, when I got to the office, I looked in my uh, mail basket, and there were some certificates there that are going out to people who have com- completed uh, Bible correspondence courses, and I signed those. Uh, there were five of them this morning. And as I signed them, I looked at the names of Cherry and Annie and J.D. and Joshua and Sarah, who had completed one course, or a couple of them had completed two courses, one of them completed three courses, and I realized I may never know these people. Uh, But they're studying the Bible because of the Know Your Bible program. Uh, They're learning more about His Word. Now, it may turn out to be thorny ground, it may be rocky ground, it it may be really, really good soil. I don't know that. Uh, We just sow the seed. Uh, It takes a little bit of root there, and God's going to do with it what he plans to do with it. And to me, that's important to remember. If you're a know-your-Bible supporter, a worker, a giver, uh, sometimes we get to thinking, yeah, this is a lot of money. This is a lot of work. This is a lot of effort. Is this really worth this? Sometimes Toby and I think that. I think when we have to go to the studio again. Uh, the other day we taped program number 1400. Uh, that's a lot of things, a lot of work. A lot of time spent in a TV studio. And, and when I get to thinking those thoughts about, is this really worth all this? I sometimes will grab this folder. I've got a lot of folders, but this one's in the Know Your Bible section, and it's labeled baptism. And I throw in there every note I get or every uh, letter I get or email about somebody that was good soil that has been baptized into the Lord's church. Now, and as I read through those, I realize, you know, I'd forgotten about that one. Or I remember that one very clearly. And I think it's that way with Know Your Bible. The, the good soil, the, the results, if you want to call it that. Uh, some of them we know about. Some of them are sitting here. Some of them we remember. Jim and Mary Reese. Bill and Irene Cox. Uh, Richard. Mark. Uh, others in here that are here because... We sowed the seed through Know Your Bible. Uh, They watched it. They were good soil. They took it to heart. They learned about the Bible. Uh, They became part of this family. So some of them we know. And same thing can be said in Burlington and Sioux Falls and Watermill. They can look around their congregation and see people that are there because of Know Your Bible. That are in the kingdom because of Know Your Bible. And as I look through this folder, I see our supporting congregations. Scott City, Garden City, Derby, Pratt, places all over. Moline, Illinois. Uh, Places in South Dakota. That's happened. There's people in the family now because of Know Your Bible. So some of them we know about. And as I look through this folder, I also realize that there's some that I didn't know about until I got an email or a letter from somebody. And there's ones in there that 
like this one I thought was interesting a year or two ago. A lady sent an email, uh, Glenda. She said, Steve and Toby, first let me thank you both for your work on the TV program. I would watch and learn on Sunday mornings with a longing to understand the Word of God. As I watched and listened to the two of you, I told my husband, I think I want to go to a church of Christ. We were not attending a church, but members of a denominational church. Uh, Now we are baptized and members of a church of Christ here in southwest Missouri and are so happy. I I wouldn't have known about that unless she had sent me that email. Uh, As I go through here, I realize there's some that have special memories. I've got the original note in here that Jimmy Key's hand wrote me. Uh, to tell me that he had baptized a fellow named Al. That was not long after Know Your Bible Begun. Uh, Al became a Christian. And I remember in Jimmy's note he said, he's on fire. And Al was. He was had cancer. He had to come to Wichita for treatment. And he had come visit Northside. Uh, his wife, Rayanne, was baptized too. And I realized when I saw that note that today I've lived long enough to know that Rayanne and Al's kids were raised in the church. That now their grandkids are being raised in the church. And I start to see what Jesus meant about this some 30, some 60, some 100 fold. When it lands on good soil. So there's some like that that we don't know until we hear about them. And I've got a little folder full of them, but I don't know how big the folder is that I'll never know about until that heavenly money bag gets opened. You see, that's what's going to happen. The seed has fallen on good soil places that I'll never be told about, and I won't know about it until that happens. Uh I kind of imagine how it will work. And, of course, I think that they'll all recognize me because I'm on TV. You know, all these people that are in the kingdom, that are in heaven because I know your Bible, will obviously come up to me and talk to me about it. I think that because that's what happens in congregations. When I go somewhere else and talk about know your Bible or just visit, there's always somebody that comes up. And says, i got a story to tell you. I'm here because I know your Bible. And they'll tell me how that happened. So I assume the same thing is going to happen in heaven. But maybe, you know, since we're going to have perfect knowledge, well, maybe they'll also know every worker and every giver. And be coming up to you and saying, i got a story to tell you. I'm here because of what you did. I don't know exactly how that's going to work, but I know uh, we're going to finally realize what Jesus meant about those treasures in heaven. That's what they are, the people that we invest in, that we enable uh, to find the kingdom. Now, I don't know what the return rate is on your 401k, and I don't know how big of an inheritance you've set aside for your kids, so they can buy more stuff. But I guarantee you, you won't get a better return on investment 
than that heavenly money bag that Jesus was talking about. Uh, If you can move some money from one of your other money bags into that uh, today on your commitment form, uh, I guarantee you'll get a good return. And we estimate that it costs a little less than a quarter to send Know Your Bible into a home every Sunday. Don't know if one person's watching or ten people are watching, but about a quarter per home. Uh, so whatever you commit, I don't know how many quarters that will be, or I don't know where the quarters will go, but if you've got a heart for the loss, uh, that quarter's a pretty good investment uh, for a couple of reasons. Uh, but the main reason is because he will keep his promise. He knows where all the Glendas are. He knows where all the Richards are and all the Marks and all the people that are good soil. And he will get the word there. So let me close by thanking all the people that make it possible for Know Your Bible to go around the world, really. Uh, We started kind of small with great faith, uh, and it's expanded to a worldwide operation. The workers make it possible. Uh, We thank all of you. The givers make it possible. We thank all of you. Uh, People that don't give or can't work but pray make it possible. We thank those of you that pray, those of you that encourage others uh, to do where everybody that has a part in it uh, makes this a great, great ministry. Uh, The potential and the results are known only to him. So if we do our part, put some money in that heavenly money bag, keep working, uh, he will get it to where he wants it to go. Uh, thanks for your time this morning and hearing about Know Your Bible. Make sure you get a handout on the way out, uh, and we look forward to your commitment this year. If you're here this morning and not a part of the church, not a part of the body of Christ, not convinced that you're going to be in heaven with all those others that are in the kingdom, uh, we'd like to talk to you about that. If you need to talk about it, if you know what you need to do and want to do that this morning, we'd be happy to help you. If you have any public need, we'll have some elders here at the front to receive you. I invite you to come. Let's stand and sing.